Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Oh, not much. Someone sent me something that I thought was kind of interesting. And I mean, I, I, it looks like it's real. It could be real. I know that there are sto- If it's not real, I know that there are real stories like this because I've read about them. And you're, you're a dad. You have sons. And I have heard mm-hmm. these stories over the years about people who uh, their son, some, sometimes their son might be on the spectrum. Uh, sometimes their son just might be extra shy. And I've read stories where they will pay sex workers to basically socialize with the son and maybe even you know help him get some sexual sure. experience so that he feels a little more confident. Because I've read things from, from like, sex workers who say that's one of the things that they are that they've done in the past. Like uh, parents' version of Porky's. Yes, yes. That's what the older brother did it for them. Right. Right? Exactly. So, And so some parents will do that. Now, most of the ones I read about, I think a a lot of these guys, or maybe all of them, might have been on the spectrum. I don't know. But the point was the parents were worried because they were adults and they weren't really talking to girls and they had no confidence. And I thought, you know, if we get this person to socialize with them and then get some experience, maybe they'll be more confident. But this is the the thing that someone sent us. Okay. This was uh, posted, I guess, on Facebook and Instagram. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see this, Snowcone? I did not. Okay, so this is what the ad says. There's a a picture, a a big color picture there of a Buick Regal. And then the... A Buick Regal? Yeah, it says, date our son. Okay? Okay. That's the title. How old's your son? It says, he's a smart but socially... Or sorry, he's smart but socially very shy. Date, and they've got that in quotes, so I don't know if that means sexual or what. Date him and bring him out of his shell before he leaves for college. Okay, so in exchange, we will give you a 2004 Buick Regal, clean, rust free, 40,000 miles, serious inquiries only. And then they've got an email there that you can, you know, if you want to date their son, it's well below the yearly mileage. Oh, my goodness, it's super low mileage 2004 with 40,000 miles. I mean, the car in the picture looks. Looks clean, and yeah. I was thinking, if if this were reversed, and, and they were at, you know, if somebody was like, "Our daughter's really shy," we'll give you this car. I was like, oh, "Well, I would do that," but then it dawned on me, you didn't have to give you to the do car. that, right?" They They're like, "My to... daughter's shy and needs a boyfriend." I'd be like, "Nah, right." It's, it's so, that's I'm all. Free Mondays and Tuesdays. I mean, even that seems fairly unlikely that a parent would have right. to say, like, post somewhere publicly, "Hey, our daughter, you know, she needs to date someone." Please I heard one time. Uh, in Trump's, like one of his first books, years and years and years ago, after he had gone bankrupt, right? Mm-hmm. He's walking out of one of his hotels or whatever, and uh, he's with, who knows, Ivanka. one of his wives, one of them, daughter. and he looks at a homeless person, and yeah. he says, that person has more money than me. Yeah, it was his daughter. I am, you know, $80 billion in debt or something. That person has more money than me. Yeah. I think about that when I walk. There, I was at Seven Eleven today. Um, and there was a woman 
who was who had a uh, like a, a little buggy, yeah, with nothing in it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she had an abnormal gait, okay, right? And as I walked by her, she was telling the cart to stay right there. You stay right there. Don't go anywhere. You stay right there. Don't go anywhere. And you know, I mean, I mean, the cart listened. Thank God. Yeah. But I did think to myself, like, she'd get laid easier than me. Oh, I, yeah, of course. Right, yeah. Just so, like I get where you go easier. Yeah. Just like and you, if you if you you know, just like Trump said that that person has more money than me. I thought, yeah, right. Put put a contest on between who could get laid faster. That she can get laid faster. I promise you. No, it's true. And that's why you can't reverse this. And even, right. even that's why you can't one, reverse it. Right. If this no is way. if this is fake. Uh, which it very well could be. It doesn't matter because, like oh, I said, man. I know that actually there are this real- isn't something that happened. It was a comedy trope. Okay. So, but, but so for a movie. Oh, okay. So no even, hard feelings. Okay. I guess. So, so it's fake. But even if it's fake, I have read these stories about parents right. doing this, where they they ask people to date, and like, okay, this is the closest thing that ever happened in my life personally. I, down the street from us, there was a, a family that moved in, and I want to say they had they had two sons that were real close in age. Right. Maybe like your sons, maybe even a little closer in age. And, you know, I, we never had a problem with them. I never really talked to them. It's not like these kids came around and we played with them. And we we're like, right. hey, get out of here. I don't recall talking to them. They played in their yard. And one day, the dad comes over. I'm at my friend BJ's house. I was over there all the time during the summer, just right down the street. And the dad comes over and knocks on the door. And we're like, hey. And he goes, listen. And he pulls cash out of his wallet. And he says, I'll give you guys, you know, $20 each if you go play with my sons. Right. And, you know, we're both like, uh, we knew who he was, but we're like, right. you don't need to pay us. You know, my friend's like, well, you can pay us, right, whatever. Sure. Uh-huh. But I'm just thinking, like, I've, I remember even as a kid, I felt so bad because I thought, those kids have never even tried to play with us, though. It would be one thing if we had, like, bullied them or we just right. we didn't want to play with them. He's like, come on, guys, please, cut me some slack. I, it's like that the whole time. I had no idea that those kids were, were shy or whatever it right. was. And I it felt just, isolated I felt somehow. isolated, and I've thought about that. I don't think that that's for, bad on his dad's part. You don't? I remember my mom being like, no. oh, my goodness, he tried to pay you. And, I'm, and I remember, like, struggling no. back and forth. And I've thought about that my whole life. I go back I mean, and I never like had that. to do it. But, I mean, it's never happened to me, but. Right. I guess what's the difference between that and, like, uh, setting up your son or daughter on a blind date right. for homecoming with somebody else? A I don't prom, think it is. Right? And it's not a big deal. No. Or what's even the difference in that and, like, uh. You know, a kid, Jeremy going with the teacher's yeah, yeah, brother, yeah. or yeah. Um, uh, someone asking Justin Timberlake and him showing up. Like, you know, I, I don't see any real problem with that, you know? Right. Or my coach finding me my, a square dancing. Partner. You know, he probably made a little bit of a mistake with you only because you now thought of those exactly. kids differently. That's the thing. And he assumed you did. But which we didn't. He, right. Which At least you I didn't. I don't think we did. I know right. I didn't. I didn't know them. I knew that they played out front, but they never came over and asked to play. And as a kid, you know, you're kind of shy. I'm not sure why we didn't walk down the street and ask them if they wanted to play. We just never did. It seemed like they were doing their own thing. Right. But that's the issue. You're right. Is once he offered the money, I thought of that family every time I drove by, and they still live there. So I still right. see them, and every time I see them, I'm like, oh, man, I hope, I hope those kids are doing all right. You right, know and they're I mean? probably fine. And I'm sure they're fine, but then I thought over the years— Did you go play with them? Yeah, we went and played with them. But and I, were they cool? Uh, well, so here's the thing. We went and played with them, and then we invited them to come over and, and play and they didn't you know, go. back of the house. And they didn't want to come. Right, I feel it's like, like— Okay, well— So like maybe the dad was just reading the room wrong. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they just—you know, were they brothers? Yes, they were brothers and they're very you know, close there's a chance, age. like, you know, maybe they were like, those kids are dicks. Like, yeah. and who knows why? There's a kid who lives down our street, uh, seems super nice. Yeah. Super nice, out playing sports all the time. 
And I'm always asking my youngest, like, why don't you just go down the street and play basketball with him? He's like, nah. I'm like, do you know him? He goes, yeah, he goes to school. You know, he's a year younger than me. I'm like, is he cool? He's like, yeah, he seems, you know, we ride the bus together. He seems super nice. I'm like, well, why don't you go down there? He's like, nah. Okay. Who knows? Right. right. Who knows why? I think probably just because he thinks it would be weird to walk down there. I think that's what we You know what I mean? Like, how us. do I just go down there and start playing? It's awkward. Yes. Right? And I think, you know, it's even more awkward when you're young. Yes. Well, no, it's not even more awkward, but it you just, as you're it. older, you're just like, I'm just going to have to get through this awkward moment. Yes. I'm at this party with people I don't like. I'm going to go talk to that guy right there. Right. And, and, and we're going to talk just, about something I know I do not want to. Exactly. And being aware of that stuff at that age right. is tougher, too. But, I think it's harder. You know, we, I'm not complaining about it because you raised a kid in the generation they're in. But when I was a kid, I didn't have, I couldn't go in then my bedroom. Right. And text my buddies from school and play Fortnite with a headphone on and talk about all the stuff we want to talk to. And he, you know, he's got a group chat with like 13 kids in it that they're talking all the time. So, you know, to him, he's like, well, that would be weird. Right. I don't know that I don't know that kid like that. Right. You know what I mean? He kind of looks at me like I'm almost like I'm almost insane. And in my mind, I'm like, you can walk down there. Right. I, I, that's how I met all my friends. Of course. I mean, all of my friends I walked up to and they lived on my street. I'm yep. still friends with them today. I got a call from a buddy of mine, Chris, today. Just like, yo, man, just checking in. Wanted to see how you're doing. Trump trains little brother. Oh, okay. But we've been friends since I was four. Yep. But, I mean, conceivably, if it was today, I may never talk to him. Yeah. He's a year older than me. Yeah. But I'm like, it's, man, it's I don't know him. Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. But so your kids are old enough, though. We kind of, you know, we've got a good idea of who they are. And they're both outgoing. They're both. Mm, no. Well, okay. So, okay. Outgoing is the wrong, the wrong word, maybe. I would say that one of them is a little more outgoing than the other. But uh, my youngest can be not, pretty quiet. They're not socially awkward. And they do not have. I know they of, do but have they friends. may tell you differently. But just like, talking you know, to judging. them, they yeah. have a good sense of humor. Yeah, they're, they're kind of wise beyond their years. They're that's old, a, you know what I mean. They're, they're sometimes they sound a little. You're like, yo, yeah, lighten up, Sally. Right. Have some fun. Sure. You know what I mean. But, but I'm sure there's yeah. other kids like that, and you find those. They other have kids. friends. So. They have friends, and I right. I just don't see either one of them having real big. I don't think you're going to be in a position where you'd have to give someone a car to be friends or to date one of your kids. No. But if that were to happen, if one, if you had a, a child like that as a parent, you kind of put I yourself in that parent, to it. You wouldn't be opposed to it. No. What would your strategy be? I mean, I don't know that I would. You know, the fear is that they find out. That they find out. Oh, see, I thought. See, so that's the ramification that I probably would not do it because of the fear that, like, you know, now you're in a movie, like they said, you know. Yeah. Then, oh, I thought you really liked me, but my dad gave you a Buick. Right. Well, now you've screwed up everything. You screwed up your relationship with them. You screwed up their relationship. Even, you know, if it is the movie, they fell in love, but now they can't get back together. And then if they do get back together, I'm not invited to the wedding. So while in my, my original thought process is, yeah, whatever, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, it's like basically going to a tutor. Yeah. No, right? Like, hey, teach my kid social skills. Teach yep. my kid math. There's really, com- like, I'm confidence. not. I know this may sound crazy to people, but I'm not that opposed to it. But the ramifications, I think. So you're saying on the back end, you're saying if they find out, it could do more damage than good. I guess I thought that these kids knew when I read about this stuff. I always assumed that the kids knew that their parents kind of facilitated this deal and that they've hired the sex worker or whatever that deal was. They found you a date. And so I, I assume that the kids knew. I see what you're saying, though. It would be better. It would be more ideal if the kids didn't know that you'd set this up. And well, they thought, I can't imagine how they would know. Yeah, I, I can't imagine saying. how you could make it so they know like, hey, this girl's going to come over and take you out. And we gave her a Buick. Right. I mean, I mean, I guess maybe I guess I thought, she's going to take you out with her friends and hang out. We gave her a Buick. 
Uh, maybe the things I've read about with the sex workers, okay. it was I got the impression that they knew. I think you'd be, I'd be more sister. apt to be like, no one shall speak of this, right? Yeah. I, and I just remember my mom and everyone that that kind of scarlet letter that that dad got in my neighborhood for offering us cash to play with his sons. And I've just every time I think back on that, I'm like, if my kids were you know couldn't come out of the shell and they weren't playing with anyone, but there were kids all around the neighborhood, I think I would do the same thing that guy did. I don't think I'd have a big problem with going out and saying, hey, man. I think I'd try to do other stuff first. Try, find maybe something other than cash. But, right. But what I is that? You know, put a pool in my backyard. Exa- buy fun <laughs> stuff. That if right. You've got a trampoline. You've got right. a pool. You've got go-karts. go-karts right? Exactly. Yeah. That's what you got to do. wiffle ball field in the yeah. back. Like, you know, right. that's where and that, you're th- probably a little better off, although all that's more than 20 bucks. No, it is. But right. then what's the equivalent of that for your adult child who isn't dating anyone? Get them a get them a sweet car, right? Get them, yeah. get them some nice clothes. Get them a sweet car. I feel like eventually. Well, I mean, I think that's part of your job them. as a parent, and not a sweet car, but I mean, what you can afford. Try but I think, sure. like, make sure when they're leaving the house, you're not. They don't you look know. like I did. I always, man, you should drive me crazy. But when they are younger, I still do it. Like, yo, you're not going to school with bedhead, <laughs> right? Right. Like, and I would hate when they, you know, left another place and came. To me, and I could tell they had bedhead all day. Yeah, I'm like, yo, don't be that kid, right? Like, we all seriously, that but kid. there's you know people who come to work with it like it, and I'm like, just I'm not saying you have to be, have the coolest haircut or whatever. It looked like you gave it a shot, like you cleaned up, like yeah, you, you just gave you co- you combed your hair, That's right? It. Like you know those little things you can help your kid. I'm not saying they're going to be the coolest; they have to have the nicest Jordans or whatever, all that stuff. But you can do little things like make sure their pants fit. Yeah, and I know it's like tough. make sure they're not too short. Because my mom really tried hard to get me to change. I mean, she was mad. I went, I went through that hippie phase. She was begging me to, you know, don't wear well, that I out of not the house. To she pick, tried throwing stuff away. I try not to pick their stuff mm-hmm. because I, you know, they got to find their own thing. But I will make sure it fits. Right, right. Like the pants fit. Right, the shirt fits. Like it's if not, that's what it's you want to wear, that's fine. Wrinkled. If you want to, you know, I got one kid with long hair and one with. Hair that's shaved on the sides, like whatever your style is, sure, but just is fine with me. But I'm let's it. just make sure that it's clean, yeah, to some degree, and that you know you combed your hair. Yeah, you do that stuff. I think the Buick Regal. You can drive the Buick Regal. Right, find yeah. some chicks. It's a church of Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Not much. Uh, you went to school. Snowcone, you went to school. I did for a little bit. Yeah. I didn't did. finish it. Uh, you say a little bit. It still felt like a long time, though. Well, yeah. Long enough. It was a good part. To think that I didn't finish it, and right. it was a good portion of my life. Yeah, exactly. But you started preschool all the way up. Jesus Christ. You did learn stuff, though. I mean, it's not like it, just because you didn't know, get a really. degree from the school doesn't mean that you didn't learn anything. Like, what did I learn? You learned how to read. That's pretty important. Oh you God. learned some things about history that may have been a little biased towards the United States, or biased, <laughs> you know, uh, because we're in the United States. But, no. you, you know, you learned how to add two plus two. You might not have... Figured out algebra, but you got the basics of how math works. I think I probably learned a ton. Yeah. In first through sixth grade. Yeah, I think anything after that was nonsense. Uh, yeah. What I, did I learn in the ninth grade that I couldn't have learned on my own? Oh, nothing that you couldn't have learned on your own. Nothing. That's a, that's true. You could have learned all that stuff on your own, especially now with the internet. You could learn all that stuff on your own. But would you? I guess that's the question. But anyway, we all went to school. Like I think my kid was talking about. They were studying about the Korean War. Uh, we didn't. We didn't do. That I one. think it was like you know, like a week or two weeks. I'm like, man, you could just you could literally watch a documentary. That's my thing. and be done with it in an hour and a half and know everything. I guarantee you. And this is no fault of the teacher, but it's like I guarantee you, the teacher left stuff out. Right, I know. And the thing <clears> like is, a Korean uh, a documentary on the Korean War. Yeah. Before now and after would not last more than two hours. No. And the thing is, you know, like okay, if they showed Ken Burns documentaries. At least for me, I don't know. Every kid's different, but for me, right. when they pulled that TV out, I got so excited. I didn't care what we were going to watch. Right. Just the fact that they were pulling that TV into the room, I started being really nice to everyone around me. Oh, hey, Sally, you dropped your pencil. Let me get that for you. My mood changed completely. It was the best feeling. You know, maybe maybe a field trip was slightly above it, but TV was about as good as it gets. And if I watched it on TV, reading Rainbow or documentary, I feel like I actually paid attention and learned. And those documentaries. Like, Ken Burns knows what he's doing, and I'm not going to go yeah. home probably involuntarily watch those documentaries, but if they showed them to me at school, I bet I'd learn a lot, right. and you'd be done. Because you're right, our teacher, I, we did learn about the Korean War now I think about it. I remember her talking about MacArthur and all this. Right. Of course, I forgot a lot of it. We should have watched movies. I would have right. learned. But anyway, in school, in your school, there was a weird kid. Yeah. What made the kid, the weird kid in your school weird? Like, do you, I know, like there could have also been more than one. But when I say the weird kid at your school, is there one that comes to mind first? Yeah. I mean, there's a couple, but yeah. Yeah. And maybe he got picked on. I don't know. But certainly yeah. everyone was kind of aware of this kid, even though he wasn't popular. He was known for well, all the Well, there was like reasons. weird, dorky. Yeah. And then weird, cool. Okay. So when they said, what made the weird kid at your school weird, I assume that they're talking like about- Like Warren Fever went to my high school. Right. That's, right? That's a weird dude. That, that's weird. Yeah. Right? But I mean- I mean, if you know who he is, I mean, really talented musician, yeah. right? Really popular, went on to become famous in indie rock crowds for sure. Right. He grew up like four doors down from me. But he was a weird guy. And weird in school. like not Weird in school. I remember, you know, he kind of got picked on, but not like he was cool, but like in a different type of thing. He was a little bit older than me for sure. Yeah. Maybe like three or four years older than me. But I remember, like, walking in high school and, like, this big football player walking down the hall and Warren DeFever just sprinting after him and jumping on his back and punching him. Oh, okay. So Because, got, like, you know, I guess the, kid, the guy had made fun made of him, fun. you know? So he was just like, what? You know, he had, like, on a leather jacket with, you know, an anarchy symbol on it. And just jumped on his back and people were like, whoa! 
Okay, so the fever is at, and I remember the phone player turned around like, "What are you doing?" Right, like he didn't want to fight. You know, he was like, "You freak!" Like you know, and he's like, "Don't!" You know, I was like, "Wow!" So he was a weird guy, right. like, but kind of like not in a weird, not in like a not in a weird like right. you got to go home and no one will talk to you type of right. way. He had plenty of friends, you know. Okay, so that's definitely unique because I would think. The, like the weird kid at he my had school. other friends that were in his band, and you know, what I mean? he like, had a group. And, and yeah, and then you know, he was out playing bars on the weekends. We had older people who dug him. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The the weird kid at my school. I don't know that he had friends, but and I you know obviously won't use his real name. I'll just call him uh, Derek. But Derek had a rat tail. Rat tails were not popular. Okay? Mm-hmm. This this was like the mid nineties, uh, and I mean his haircut. It wasn't just the rat tail. It was mm. the whole haircut. It was like a partial mullet thing that was spiked on top it was from a different generation and he wasn't a hipster you know this was before kids knew how to be hipsters by having a mullet he just had this bad haircut he had this rat tail and everywhere he went he had books he had his backpack and he would carry these paperback books around and they were all star trek books Mm. and i remember thinking like dude you're getting picked on so much just put the star trek books in your bag right you know but he always had them he'd sit down at his desk there's the star trek books then the weird girl at school she wore every day a big heavy pea coat. It could be summertime. Didn't matter. And it always had a hood on it. And she would put that hood up. And when people talked to her, she had a really deep voice, you know. And I, I can remember her saying to kids, "Leave me alone!" Like walking through the halls because I'm like, mm. Jesus, man, these kids. I saw kids chasing her one time down the stairs, and I knew these kids. I was like, What is happening? Who are they chasing? And then I saw that it was her. She's halfway down the stairs, and she looks up and she's like, Leave me alone. I was like, oh, my God. And I, I knew them well enough. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Stop. Right, leave her alone. She's miserable. She's already miserable. Yeah, I mean, you can tell she's miserable. She's not having a good go of it here. Like, stop. Right. You did. You're the guy who stuck up for her. I wasn't necessarily a good guy, but that was bad. And I luckily knew those guys who were doing it. I wasn't scared of them. I'd gone to elementary school with right. them. And they got picked on a lot. Now I think they were picking on somebody sure. else. And I was Deflection. just like, yeah, just, just leave her alone. But the one, the, the one that really stands out, I think I've told you about this, but we had a girl at school who didn't speak. But she knew how to speak. And I know there's a name for it. I've looked this up since mm-hmm. then. But her mom worked at the school, and she, uh, she worked in the cafeteria, and she would go talk to her mom. You couldn't really hear what they were saying. And for some reason, she would talk to me. And we had a few classes together. Really? And it, yeah. And it got to the point where the teachers would say, you know, Reed, can you ask her? You know, what, is she, what does she say? Does she do? Mm. She, and I literally, she would talk to me. I don't know what I did to that her. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was nice to her or whatever, but it's not like I was overly nice to her. I just, mm-hmm. I'd say, hey, how you doing? Whatever, because I could tell that. I just thought she was shy. I didn't know that there was a name for this. It's called like selective mutism, I think. Hmm. Uh, that, that sounds, they, they, they rarely speak. And the teachers would say to her, I'll call her Sarah, but they would say, hey, Sarah. Well, of all my interactions with you, answer. I would just say, you just kept talking to her about cars. <laughs> yeah, she, maybe. No, I, she just sat next to you and she's like, Fine, this guy ain't going to shut up unless I say something to him. <laughs> right. Like, you overcame selective mutism by your inability to read the room. Right. And just, or just stop talking. <laughs> but like, uh, Reed, you're the only guy who can't read the room. Right. Can you just go and talk to her? Yeah. Please? So I'll just use you. can't you. tell she's bored. Right. That'll be good. And, but the weird thing is, I knew that she was. They didn't put speak. a chatty guy over here who won't stop talking with the person who can't talk. <laughs> right. Like, you two we'll go in the room up. and try to figure this out. Yeah. We'll just pair him up. It's the fine. 90s. We don't have science yet. Right, There's no. no social worker here. Just put the guy who talks too much. Yeah. We found, with, right. found a purpose for him. Right. My mom always says. She probably has a job where she doesn't have to talk. Yeah. And you oh, have yeah. a job where all you do is talk. I'm like, really it's perfect. Curi- I'm really curious what she's doing now. It's crazy. But, one day, this is in high school, a kid came up to her. I came around the corner, and my friend Mara came up to me, and she's like, oh, my God, Reed, come here. And this girl, who, who couldn't speak, was on the ground. And I was told that a, a guy that went to my school that was in my grade had walked up to this girl and punched her in the face no. and knocked her out, and she was on the ground. And I'm, mm. I was just like, 
what? How does this happen? Like, I know bullying happens. I'm sure I right. bullied kids in elementary school or whatever, picked on kids. Was that in elementary got, school? This or? was in high school. Yeah. He walked up to this girl and punched her and knocked her out and then walked away. I mean, elementary school Good time. I, you know, I'm not going to hold anything again. There was kids who picked. If I got into fights, like well, I don't know, what you I'm were going sure through I in the fifth grade. Kids. Me too. Because I got picked on all the time. And I'm well, you're sure still punching girls in a high school. Exactly. What's your problem? That's what I thought. Like, dude, this guy needs to right. be removed. You're not five. And she didn't do anything. I'm positive of that. Right. There's no way she annoyed you. She didn't say anything to you because right. she doesn't uh that guy's in prison by the way oh yeah yeah well there so, you go there you go that's the other thing too the, the guy in your school that you could tell from a young age this person's gonna end up in prison yeah did you have that guy yeah i did yeah i'm still not gonna say their names me neither <laughs> i will not say his name but I'm i think they're in prison now they're brothers i hope that the guy's in prison really mm-hmm. but i would never say his name I, I know some people do i've heard people talk about him but even just in a group you're at a house like hey did you hear what happened to so-and-so i'm like shh yeah just leave it alone. Just leave it alone, because that guy does not... Mm-mm. He doesn't care. The whole family. The dad, yeah. the mom, the sister, the right. brothers. Mm-mm. Right. And they just, from a young age, you can tell there's no punishing them. There's no scaring them. There's no remorse in them, right? They just seem angry all the time, and they're going to break the rules, and they don't care that they get in trouble. And you go, I think this is going to get bad. And by the time you're in high school, you're punching girls for no reason and knocking them out, and then laughing about it. You're like, that guy... I don't know that that guy is going to live a fruitful life we had a um i had a buddy of mine his name was todd and he was like six foot five maybe but super skinny and just think of in your head 80s preppy kid okay that's dressed like that looked like it got it pants rolled whole thing right yep really nice guy really good friend of mine and we had uh like a, a weightlifting class together and on you would work out three days a week and then play a sport two days a week, right? Okay. And we go out and just play baseball or whatever. But the prison brothers were in our thing. We were playing baseball one day, and the one of the brothers was out in the outfield. And he was like, "You guys suck." And I yelled. I said, "Come and say it to Todd's face. He takes Taekwondo." And Todd looks at me and goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> right. And he comes up. He's like, "Oh, you think you're tough? You oh, no. karate tough guy?" And Todd's laughing. He's like, "Dude, I did." I don't take, look at me, I don't take, right. so he left him alone. Okay, fine. good. But he did come up there, and he was like, are you insane? Right, you picked a fight for somebody else. Come and say it to Todd's face. Good. I think I called him a bitch or something like, oh, come no. and say it to Todd's face, you silly bitch. He takes Taekwondo. The Church, the church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's going on? I, I got some audio here I'm going to play you that's, uh, it's pretty incredible. It's from a, a video. It's police body cam footage. Okay. It's a, a cop in Oklahoma. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it says he's an Oklahoma chief, okay? Uh, police chief. Okay. He's uh, pulled over in suspicion of DUI. Now, he's asking the other officer to please turn off the body cam. Um, I'm just going to play it for you. Okay. You've been drinking tonight. I just got a ride. You've been drinking tonight, sir. I'm a captain. I'm a police department. <laughs> what police department? Oklahoma City. I'm not turning. Did you hear what he says there? He goes, turn the camera off. It's like, yeah. this is like a Will Ferrell movie. I love it. I'm not turning my camera off. Please. I know you're aware of our body cam policy. You know I cannot turn I, off this body I cam. I do, but I'd like to talk to you. I can't do that, sir. Please. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you. I'll talk you, to you once we're done. You can turn it off. You can turn it on. I can turn it off once I'm done with my investigations. Okay. I, I don't not. show favoritism to anyone, regardless. I don't I, care if you're a gangbanger or the president of the United States. Sir, I'm not asking for or that. Both. I was, yeah, I would show a little favoritism in that situation. They treat you differently than I was to treat like some south side loco or some pedo. How's that look on me? Sergeant Skinner, please. 
Okay, once we complete the test, I'll turn off my body cam. Right, go ahead and turn around for me and put your hands behind your back. Are you going to arrest her, sir? Yes, I am. Can I talk to you? <laughs> Was he a captain? Says yeah, he's we'll um, camera off now. Captain James, this is according to uh, the Daily Mail. It says Captain James French, 55. Uh, is filmed begging for officers to turn off their body cam footage after he was pulled over for suspected uh, drunk driving. Uh, just the, him saying, turn off the camera. That infuriates you? Yeah, it is. Yeah, doing not the same thing. Sa- I know, but you're saying the quiet part out loud. You know what I mean? Like, we know how this well, works. Well, he was trying to not say yeah, it out loud. It didn't work. It didn't work. I, right. yeah, he was probably shocked, like, yo, turn off, man. It's. it's, it's I have to be very careful because drinking and driving is a horrible decision. Uh, horrible, horrible, horrible but decision. What? But what? So I'm not referencing this necessarily, okay. but I'm saying we've we've talked about this before. I, I, I've said What Slim Bass is about to say is that a perk yes. of being a cop of is course. that sometimes you get away with something. Yes. Yeah. The same way you got free concert tickets. Everybody's job gets you a little perks. bit of a perk. I understand. You work at 7-Eleven, you get not a that one. man. Not that one. <laughs> Snow cone. I mean... The drunk driving, no. Not that I mean, one. Well, what are you going to get off on if you're a cop then? I don't know. Not that. You Nothing. Him, if he hadn't done anything yet, I'm just saying... If he's pulled him over, no, there's not been an accident. Give him a ride home, right? Give him a ride home. I actually think he's going to give most people a ride home, but whatever. Well, right. That would be nice. But certainly when this guy's a, a fellow officer, I would assume that they, which didn't this happen in, in Florida with like yeah, the, the golf, golf cart? cart. Yes. Yeah. And you, you agree? You, you had the same stance then? I'd like to go back and see if you had the same stance. Golf cart's a little different. Well, yeah, either true. way, it was dumb that. but. I just think there's there's perks, and I also think it's a little ridiculous for this guy to say, uh, you know, how would it look if I treated you any different than a pedo? And I'm like, so you're saying? You're, no, I, look, he was doing that on camera. Of course, it's so right. obvious. Like, I treat you like a gangbanger. I, I treat you like a pedo. He was right. like, I just want everybody to know, I'm, I'm the most guy. above board cop yeah. there is. Like, this he is was. how. Right. I, get I just it. don't want those things turned off ever, and I hate that they're like, come on, man, just turn it off. You know you can. But I get what you're saying. I I agree with that too. I I think it's odd that they turn them off and then they turn them. You know, they yes. do the thirty second thing, all that. It's caused some serious issues when you're like. Just, just leave it on, right? That guy that was, was definitely talking like he knew it would be on the news. Like, I would right. never exactly. allow, like, he's virtually right. exactly. yeah. and I get it. But just, but the, the, the guy who's, you know, I assume drunk, it's amazing. It sounds like, really, like Will Ferrell being mm-hmm. drunk in oh, a movie yeah. in, in the campaign, you know, yeah, right. when For he's sure. drinking and driving. The, I, just him leaning in and saying, hey, turn the camera off. And then, the, just let me talk to you. Just imagine how many people say something if not exact, those exact words, something real close when they get pulled over drinking and driving. First of all, it's, you know, I, no, I haven't had anything to drink, or it's, I just had uh, one, one beer. It was sure. uh, three hours ago. There's that. Then they start giving you the roadside sobriety test, and you're like, boy, let's hope this goes well. Then they pull out that breathalyzer. That's when you go, listen, can we just talk about this before you do that? Because right, you know sure. you're not getting around that, right? Him just seems, I know he, what he was off. trying to do, but I don't well, know. Let me talk to you. Just let me if you're a cop also... Like, I don't know. The cop who... Just shouldn't roll down his window. The one who got pulled over? Yeah, just be like, I'm not doing anything. I have seen... I'm not ever... I'm not going to get on the news. Like, you know you're drunk. So I know you're, like, making... You've already made a bad decision to drive. But now you're making a worse decision by trying to talk to this guy. Like, just be like, I'm not doing anything, and I'll... Whatever. Take me to jail... And I'll let the police union handle this. Isn't that kind of... Remember that video of the judge That's what I would do. Over? Like, I'm just not talking. 
I think there was, I think it was a judge. Because Snow Cone, I will say, I've seen videos where they try and get the special treatment thing. There was that woman who was maybe a prosecutor. And there, were, there was that judge. There was, the other, there was a sheriff in some state. I remember seeing a video of him getting pulled over. Where and their, atti- their attitude is very, you, look, do you know who I am? You can't do this to me. This is right. ridiculous. You, that I don't like at all. This guy's right. like, come on. Just, that's just what just, he was doing. Just turn yeah. the camera off. But it's, it's his delivery. It's not, you cannot do this. Do you He's know like, who you're Please don't with? do this to me. He's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Let's just talk. Let's just, let's just talk. I think there's something about that delivery that makes me feel a little more sympathetic with him as opposed to some of these people you see get pulled over and are like, do you even know who I am? I'll have your job. Right. You know, that whole thing. thing. It's not. I like gutter lanes. Yeah, Lazo says gutter lanes. If you don't know, just think about it for two seconds. It makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. You're, yep. You got that? Boom, gutter lanes. Boom. I mean, how much could it cost? I bet how much. Just get in it while you're drunk. <laughs> right. How much could it cost? How much, could it cost? How much money do does uh, drinking <clears throat> and driving cost us every year? Literally sure nothing. You already got a shoulder. Yeah. So now you just have to put up a guardrail, which usually there is one in there, and you just have to put it in and off ramps. That's yeah. it. Yep. Literally, the cost? cost is nothing. Yeah. We'll save nothing. money in the long run. Because nothing. Of, yeah. They won't be out driving, you know, on the exactly. regular roads. They'll be in the gutter yeah. lanes. <laughs> I, the idea of By the, the way, what are you like, oh, how much will that cost? Thing. All of a sudden you're physically conservative? <laughs> right. You don't believe no, in the idea that we're going to... but to say it costs create, nothing, come on. It costs nothing. We're going to create jobs. <laughs> to create an exit and an off-ramp for every shoulder on every highway. Ah, not without the shoulders. Yeah. And then add an off-ramp. You'd have to extend yes. it. Okay. Look, you I'm know, sure maybe some parts of the road don't have the gutter lane. It creates jobs, which then... We have workers building those, which then put money back into the economy. Sure, yeah. Sure. Don't you remember the stimulus, Snow Cone? Don't you remember how that <laughs> like, worked? Well, you're against infrastructure upgrade <laughs> all of a sudden? Of course. Like, we're just Sorry, gonna, we're Trump just... Jr. <laughs> I thought you maybe you wanted to create jobs for American workers and make yeah. our roads better. Right. They could probably work on the roads, too, while they're well, out there. if it there. costs nothing, then yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, it's a net nothing. Right. Yeah. That's it. It's like being carbon neutral, right? Right. Sure. Because the people are now going to spend their money and then pay that money back in taxes. People yeah. won't work. Yes, and right. it'll and it'll save a Makes lot sense. of money uh, because of the reduced, I would yeah. assume, maybe even eliminated uh, drunk driving. Now, would people have any incentive to get on the regular road? I, I, I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe you'd still have a drunk driver, but in my mind, if you had the gutter lanes, there's no the reason way, to not get so in. So what? It. Even if it costs money, who cares? It's a cost. It costs money to run the government. Nobody's like, oh, the military's at a deficit. Let's nope, change that. Right? We should be, yeah. And this right. isn't a vanity thing either. It's not like, look at us. No. This isn't showing off to the rest of the world. It I just mean, makes sense. It's a safety thing, Snow. Yes, of course. I believe thing. you. Now, in the gutter lane, yeah. what is keeping the uh, the car? Like centered? bumpers. Are, like they, boat. are they rubber, like bumpers? Or yeah, are they like, your like boat. metal guardrails? Okay. Like those. Um, like the bumpers you put on yeah, a boat. Yeah. The, the, yeah. So just spaced out, the hanging bumpers are boom, 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 boom. Yeah, and so it designed correctly. Maybe if they're spinning too, like if they're able to spin. Well, I'm not saying it's a hit car it. wash. Right? No, 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 car no, wash. no, no, no. I'm saying that it's on a, a pivot so that it rolls. So that way, when you hit it, it even if you you know stop steering altogether, it would keep you going, just like a just a hanging just like bumpers, a bowling ball. like a boat when you yeah. go into a thing. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And yeah, just keep going course. in the right direction. You just yeah. hit the, it. Only hit goes the one direction. Right. Yeah, I like it. I don't see any problems with it. Snow cone, I can't imagine why it would be a problem. Mr. Negative today, Snowcone. I'm not Mr. Negative. You, you, All I said you, was it's not going to be... But they said they will start hitting each other in the gutter lane. Who cares? Right, they're drunk. That you got in the gutter lane. You could have It's dangerous in the gutter lane. Laszlo's not saying get rid of Uber <laughs> right. or that you have or to start drinking, drinking and driving. And driving no matter <laughs> right. what. Right. I'm just saying if you pull into the gutter lane, just know it could be dangerous in there. Why? Because we're all drunk. Yeah. 
And it's single file, right? It's not. We're not doing like no single left, file. Right. That's so, it. So you rear end someone, right? That's not going to be. You know, and if you do rear end someone, it's better than hitting a family, right? That's out. Uh, you know, uh, that's not drinking, right? Hey, you got in the gutter lane. You knew what the dangers were. Everybody's in the gutter lane. It's the Church of Lazarus. What are you doing? Oh man, I'm uh, reading through it. People are saying are the uh, the hardest pills in life to mm. swallow. The, the 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 toughest thing you've had to accept. As reality, or at least you know examples of some of the toughest. I don't know if it's the toughest, but they put them in order, which you know I love when they put them in order. Uh, so just to give you an example, like um, you know that feeling when you're all alone and kind of lonely and there's nobody around. Mm-hmm. That's how you're supposed to feel. Yeah, I've heard you. I feel like I've heard That's you said true. that before, right? That's true. Yeah. That's well, I mean, normal. Aaron Rodgers just went and did that uh, retreat, that's normal. right? To be totally alone. That's, it's a hard pill to swallow that that's how you're supposed to feel, but so reminds you that when you don't have that, it's better. And why do you say that's how you're supposed to feel? Because it ultimately that's we how you're are coming alone. The world and that's right. how you go. Right. Okay. That's what I assume. Right. You mean and by so that. that is a normal feeling. Yeah. That is that on your own feeling. And some people just can't handle it. Yeah. Some people can't handle it. But once you realize, oh, this is the human condition. Yeah. Once you strip it all away and realize it's a human condition, it does make you appreciate and two things. It makes you appreciate that you can do it. Yeah. You don't need someone next to you the entire time, right? And when there is someone next to you, you appreciate it more. Yeah, exactly. But that is a hard one to learn. Yeah. Yeah, the that thought, and who knows by the way right. what Aaron Rodgers was thinking when he's in. But I saw that he came out of that this morning. I read that. I don't know when he came out of there. And I don't remember how long he was in there, but they were waiting for a, okay, I was thinking it was four days, waiting for a response. You know, what, what's, uh, what's he going to say about football? But I was just thinking about myself. Like if I went and sat in a room alone, I, th- I think I could do it as long as I had a clock. I can't do time deprivation. No, but, but I mean, you did the whole stripped it down, nobody really around <laughs> when you live in Seattle. Yeah. You have to do that yeah. in order to be well-rounded. Yeah. And I think those moments of, uh, even if it's something that you're doing, even if you're doing you know, a chore alone, mowing the lawn, cleaning the house, whatever it is, you learn as an, at some point as an adult, hopefully, that that can be therapeutic, and you've got to learn to be alone with yourself. And right, if there's, exactly. And, and if you don't like being alone with yourself, you've got to figure out why. You right. Know, start figuring that stuff out. So the examples that people gave, you're like, I know they'll start from the bottom. It also gives up. you a little bit more, it gives you uh, courage. Yes, exactly. Because you do know, like, if, you know, if you're in a relationship, you can leave. Yep. Like, I literally can leave. Some people can't because, well, what would I do without someone else here? Yep. Well, I know what I would do. Yeah. I know what it feels like. I know what it is. Yep. I can do that. Yeah. I mean, I was just talking to this guy last night. He was kind of giving me his life story at the store about everything that had gone on with them. But, you know, he's got, he had kids when he was in his early 20s, and he was with this woman. And they ended up, you know, not staying together, but they've been very friendly to one another. But then he... He gets engaged, maybe even said married. I think he was married. And he had this great job, and he was making good money and all these things. And then COVID hit, lost his job. His uh, wife just left. He's like, I never got an answer why mm-hmm. she left. And um, he couldn't get another job in his field. So he was you know, burning through his uh, savings. And suddenly he's like, you know, he's, he's 40 years old, and he had to go live with his mom and figure mm-hmm. out how to start over. And now he's back in a better place. Sure. But he was saying the same thing. Once I learned about myself Exactly. And I had to remind myself, who was I before all of this? Exactly. Who was I before my, my kids and these women? And, you know, yeah. who am I really? You, do. you have to strip it all down yeah. sometimes because it allows you to know what you can handle. Yep. So the first one on here is, uh, again, these are the, the hardest pills in life to swallow. It doesn't matter how old or sorry. It doesn't matter how fit you are. As you get older, your body will start to break yeah. down and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. 
for me, it's just, a, and I know I talked about this not that long ago, but for me, it's like when I get in the shower, I get out of the shower, whatever, I'm looking at myself, I'm like, I just, like my skin starts to look different. And I just think about, you know, like my dad when he was older, when he was, you know, really old, like, you know, in his late 70s or whatever, and his skin was so thin. And I know that right, happens yeah. as you get older. He'd barely nick himself and he'd start bleeding really yeah. bad. And he my would dad wouldn't notice he was bleeding. Easily. Right. My dad neither. Bleeding, exactly. Like, Jesus, You're man. bleeding a lot. And right. like, what happened? And, and just to you know, get the bad bruises. Oh, well, I'm all right. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I just start to see like, nothing right. else. Get some paper towel. <laughs> right. Like, Do stop something. It. People like, are gonna think I attacked you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, the next one is the people you love will die sometimes that too sucks. soon, and the only thing that will come close to healing that wound is time. But you know what? Kind of like learning to be alone. Don't you think that losing someone, the the losing that first person that's really close in your life, I gotta think is the hardest. I'm not saying it doesn't mean the other ones aren't incredibly difficult, but you, it, I learned when, with my father's death what I could handle a little bit, like what right. you're talking about. I was so scared of losing depends. my parents my whole life, especially my dad. My friends made fun of me for having an older dad. I was always worried that he was going to die because kids would joke around about it at school. Right. And uh, so, you know, when he finally did pass this thing that I'd feared forever, not only was I able to get through it, but I was able to help my mom through it and do those things. And well, I mean, those that are the things. A, I, and I hear you, but I also think, you know, I don't know, man. So, you know, I don't even like to tell you about it, losing a kid or right, something. Right, that like, I don't. You know, that, that's something world. that your brain, I think, you know, through evolution or at least, you know, upbringing, we kind of plan for some of the stuff and we know it's coming even though we don't want to, right? But, you know, some of that stuff that's unexpected, it, you know. That would be hard. You are not supposed to bury your kids. No. You and you by, know, if you're young parent. and your parents pass, you know, like yeah. that's hard. You oh, know? yeah. The, you know, yeah. We, I remember a girl at school. We were in uh, ninth grade. And I'd grown up with this girl elementary school. We were friendly, but we weren't friends. Um, and she wasn't at school for a couple of days. And then she came back. And I'm like, what happened? You know, where, where have you been? No one warned me not to ask her right. this. Over the weekend, her parents had gone out for like a date night, and she got a babysitter, her and her brother, and her parents were in a car accident, oh, and she lost both I, of her parents. Yeah. How does one, uh, you know, even because you don't prepare for that. No. As a kid, you certainly don't prepare for that. That's and why a, I say you have to get a divorce, people. It's like flying in separate planes. <laughs> right. right. Yes. Yes. Keep them the, separate. The, the, the possibility of me and my ex-wife getting in the same car crash, we would have to do it on purpose. <laughs> right. <laughs> hit each other. Exactly. Yes. Out of Pure rage. That's the only way it's ever going to happen. Yeah. Uh, the next hard pill to swallow is that you learn at some point that some people just want to watch the world burn. There are just people who don't care. Thank you. Okay. Well, Thank I mean, you. I saw that and I was like, well, I, mean, I do like watching documentaries about the world burning, I guess. I, I, if, you, if I could flip a switch and make things better, sure, I'd flip the switch. But are you saying I don't volunteer enough? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, I get that. Am I going to turn to look at the accident? Yes, I do. Mm. I will admit... I do. And you get some uh, joy out of watching sometimes, it. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes right? I'm like, boy, I'm glad I'm not those people. Right. You know? Or you're like, yeah, look at that. Or everything is just mm, going down the toilet, huh? Some, I mean, I'm sometimes. involved. Look at that. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Honestly, was there a little bit of that when COVID hit for some people? I mean, I, I know yeah. that a lot of disaster, like that guy just told you he lost his job. But uh, there was plenty of people like that. But there was something, too, that was like. Nah, we're all just look at how together. horrible we are. We're just horrible. We kind of knew this, Can't but now we're just toilet hoarding paper. toilet paper, right? <laughs> and we're all yelling at each other, right. and we're screwed. You know, right. we proved that. Uh, the next pill that's hard to swallow is uh, it says just because something is not your fault does not mean it's not your responsibility. Mm. Yeah, I mean, okay, okay, there's plenty of those. I hope that comes with adulthood a little bit. I don't yeah, know if there's a hard pill, like an example in your life that you, maybe I just haven't had that example, but uh, not everything in life will happen according to your plan. Yeah. I would guess that you learn that for most people. 
pretty young. You know, it's so different. I was watching that uh, Murdoch documentary last night. I think it take more longer for other people. Yeah. Uh, especially if, if your family has money. You know what I mean? Well, maybe even are... not. If you're like, you know, it's like, I'm going to get good grades. I'm going to go to college. Like, yeah. You know, it can take a while for it to be like, and then I'm going to get a job. Right. And I'm going to be a doctor. Yeah. And then Suddenly. maybe you do all that. And then it's like, and then I'm going to get mad or be happy. Like, oh, well, somewhere along... The way the plan gets taken from you. Right. I wasn't supposed to get divorced. Right. I wasn't going to be one of those people. I wasn't right. supposed to be unemployed, whatever it is. Exactly. I was watching that Murdoch. Well, I wasn't supposed to fail medical school. Exactly. Right? Like, I, all I was supposed those, to get like the this. plan, My it, it, it all, it ends. Yeah. You know, life never goes exactly as planned. And just some people, it ends at the first grade. Right. We're like, yo, I'm going to get all A's. And they're like, you failed the first grade. And you're like, well, whew. Time to start <laughs> so I, reassessing. Plan. I, know, I know I'm only six, but <laughs> right. you got to start another plan. Other people, it's yeah. med school when they got to change yeah. it. Or, you know, I'm supposed to be retired. Like, it, but the Whatever plan changes, right? Yep. And the longer it goes, according to plan, I'm guessing the harder it is to deal with it when it stops. Because I was watching that Murdoch thing, and I just, you're watching this well, family. Yeah, you the you know, like, here we are. Right. Like, well, what's your plan? Well, I ain't going to be dying being a doctor. Right, right. But suddenly, but but when you think growing up, and my dad was a lawyer, my grandfather, my great grandfather, I'm going to go to law school. You get into law school, next thing you know, you're kicked out for uh, right. cheating or whatever. You're and bad at it, you don't like it. Right, or he's bad at it. You don't, like like you don't it. even talk right. Right. This, this, this was this was my plan. I never really thought about it, but it was just right. always kind of maybe that's why there are some benefits to someone like me who, as the youngest of four. Um, and in a lot of other circumstances, my family didn't really have high hopes for me for, well, for you, you know a lot of different reasons. I think they were just and I you know I overheard a conversation that my brother had with my mom. Hey, if you lower the bar low enough, you can crawl over it. Yeah, I mean right, right. My, my brother was telling her he was just so happy that I wasn't couch surfing. He was so um, proud of me that I'd been able to stay employed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I asked my mom later. I was like, were you were you guys like talking about this when I was a kid? Were you worried? He's like, oh, we were all very worried, <laughs> very worried. I'm like, okay, I guess that makes a lot of sense. No one thought like, well, obviously he'll go to law school. Uh, the next pill that's hard to swallow is um, bad people do win frequently. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. You learn that at school, but then uh, maybe you hope that in school you're like, well, school sucks. Kids suck. Yeah, it's gonna pay it's not off. fair. But when I get older, adults will know better. Uh-uh. No, no, bad people will still win. Yeah. And not, not always. Not just bad people, but not always. Yeah, good no. people will win, but, but don't, you will like, watch don't bad think people like, win. oh, look, bad people won't win. Like, yep. No, they will. They will. And also, um, You're like, Damn. D- dumb people will do well sometimes. Or, you know, the person who's not qualified or less qualified will get the job. Not just over you, but maybe over one of your peers or whatever. You'll sure. start to see that, and you go, oh, this is not really fair. I, I don't think it matters how much somebody tells you that, though. You still have to kind of experience it. Just like being a kid and growing up, you see sure. all the movies, people are getting divorced and going through all these terrible things. You're like, okay, but you don't actually understand what it means right. until you go through it yourself. Uh, the last two here, um, nobody is obligated to be in your life. Some relationships sure. or friendships are meant to be temporary. Appreciate the memories, but yeah. sometimes you got to let go and move on. True. Yeah. I remember in high school. By the way, I don't think that's the hard pill to swallow. You don't? No. I think the hard pill to swallow is the other way. You, you are only meant to be temporary in someone's life. Yeah, yeah. That, when they do it to you, that's yeah. when you're like, oh, I thought we were, uh, yeah. I'm the temporary person for you. Yeah, and that can happen with friendships, too. It's I always mean, like, look back on it and you say, like, you know, if I would ask you how many girlfriends you had, mm-hmm. there's somebody back there that you didn't count. Yeah. That when they look back, they count you. Big time, yeah. Right? And so I always look at it that way, like, that's just the way it is. Right. And you're like, you didn't count me? Right. I loved you. <laughs> right. We what? lived together for a year. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, I, don't know. I, yeah, I totally forgot about seemed that. Seemed like a weird yeah. thing. We were, I never really we were wanted to be with you. You knew that, right? right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
It's like if you're killing time, man. Like, but yeah, you know, and you're like, no, this is a huge part of my life. Yeah, and with friends too. If someone asks your group, okay, so if I say, you know, write on a piece of paper five of your closest friends, there's a good chance that if you go ask those five people, they might not put your name on that list. You're like, damn. And I think I thought as I was getting older and becoming an adult, start to find that out at weddings. Yes, weddings is a good place to find that out. What? And also, when you're the one reaching out, and you think, well, as long as I keep in touch, right. maybe I can be the glue that keeps us. But when they're not really getting back in touch with you, eventually you do have to come to terms with the fact that, no, 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 this isn't for lack of your trying. This is because they're done with you. Then the right. final one, uh, the final hard pill to swallow is sometimes things just change. It's nobody's fault, but they just change. And I think that covers you know, just about everything from losing jobs to losing relationships. And it's also kind of the same as... You know, life doesn't care about your plans. Right. Yeah. Which I love that line. That's from Knocked Up, right? When he's sitting there with his dad yeah. and he says, Life doesn't care about your no. plans necessarily. And and that's true. Doesn't mean you shouldn't have one or that right. it's bad yeah, to sure. have one. But just know, and I do think, and you're a father, so I don't know if this is the kind of conversation that you ever imagine having with your boys, but as they get older, like, you know, I, I kind of wish someone had told me at some point, like, hey, you know, uh, all those things that you think you're never going to be, you'll never go to jail, you'll never uh, get divorced, you'll never, sure. you know, those things. If you screw up on one of those things, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily all bad now. It's not like, oh, you right, went no. from being good to now you're all These bad. These are all isolated are. situations. Yes. yes. Each thing, just take it for what it is individually. It right, exactly. doesn't mean like, well, now I have to act the way I am, no. which is a badass. So is you, you're saying, uh, I guess your hardest pill to swallow would be the, the, the being alone thing? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, I, mean I, I think there's good, good that comes from it, though. You know, sometimes you just because you swallow... It's a hard pill to swallow. You, you can learn from it. You can feel better because of it. But you know, yeah. Once you're, you know, you're there alone, and you're like, oh no. And then once it hits you, like, oh, this is what it's supposed this, to be. This is it, right? It's just it's good. Me. And you're like, hey man, there's a person here. I'm talking to him. It's better than what? <laughs> right? Yeah. Or you're like, yeah, ain't better than what? I want to go back to that. <laughs> this guy needs some work. I like to go back to baseline. Yeah, yeah. Right. I get it. For me, and I know this seems obvious, but I think mine would be that. Uh, it was a hard pill for me to swallow. It still is a hard pill for me to swallow that, you know, there are things about my youth that were better. Not all of it. I'm not even saying right. the majority, but there were things about being in my 20s that were just better that I can't get back. No, well, that's true. You, you know, whether it was just the uh, attitude of I've got time, I'll figure things out, sure. or the health, you know what I mean? Being able to go out till 3 a.m. and go to work the next morning at 8 a.m. if you had to. Right. I can't do those things anymore. I have to try and remind myself that it wasn't all better. Because I know no, that I was unhappy a lot of those times, and I was broke and all those things. But there is something to that where you go, you can try and just keep telling yourself, it's okay. You know, we joke around, comedians joke right. around about getting older. Ha ha, it's funny. But the truth is it comes from a little place of, like, fear <laughs> yeah, and pain. Of course, right? yeah, right. The Church of Laszlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.